The Holy Gospel according to Matthew, the 28th chapter. Now the eleven disciples went to Galilee, to the mountain to which Jesus had directed them. When they saw him, they worshipped him, but some doubted. And Jesus came and said to them, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything that I have commanded you. And remember, I am with you always to the end of the age. The Gospel of the Lord. May be seated, and the children may come forward for a children's sermon. Hi, Callan. <laughs> oh, I was one of two. I had a twin, and sometimes we were the only ones for kids' sermons. I didn't like it either, so <laughs> that's okay. So we'll go quick. How's that? Do you know what this is? Have you seen it? This is a really fancy little box where you can put all of your offering that you have during the week. If you ever have any coins or perhaps a dollar that gets stuffed inside a push car, you can do whatever you want with it. But it's also blank, so you can draw on it. And I heard that Callan likes drawing. What I want you to draw on this, Callan, is whatever you like about church, whatever you know about God, and I know you, you're going to take some creative license, so whatever you want. I want you to share your gifts, just like you do with sidewalk chalk and everything else. I want you to draw all over this, put any money that you might have or any gifts that you want to draw inside here, and bring it back next week, okay? Oh, you're welcome. And Callan, can you look at my nose? I say this every week. I want you to remember. I know, it's a good nose. I want you to remember that God loves you very, very much. And when we give and draw all over this, what we say is that we're thankful for the way that God loves us, and we want to love others too. Just like you love your mom and your dad, we want to love all people. Sound good? Would you like this? There you go. You're welcome. What a good sport. You all have work to do today, too, so we all take our turn. In the name of Jesus, amen. Last week, along with 
a lot of celebration with our confirmands and our graduates, we began talking about stewardship. And way back in January, we talked about what stewardship is, what, what it means to be a steward, the mechanics of stewardship, of thinking about how we're gifted and how we're blessed, and what it means to be a part of a steward, of a caretaker, of a keeper in God's kingdom for this whole earth. This time in June, at this halfway point through our year, we're talking about stewardship in a slightly different light. We're talking about what comes out of our stewardship, what God brings forth out of that stewardship, how God bears fruit in that. And so last week, we passed out individual index cards to everybody, and we gave little colored pencils to everybody, and I had you draw what you, or write, what you like most about Trinity. What's your favorite thing? What kind of draws you back week after week? It might have changed over time. You might have been here for just a week. You might have been here for 50-some years. But in any of it, what brings you to this place again and again? And you drew all over those cars, and you wrote all over those cars, and for that I am thankful. And we talked about how, as a church, Trinity... And every congregation, at its best, is meant to be a known well, a known font, where life everlasting, where the life water that pours out of Christ is seen and active among us. And so today we have the cards that you drew on, pouring out of the place where that promise is made again and again and again. And as you go forward through communion and even after the service, you can look at the font. <laughs> it's neat to see the ways and to read the ways that we've been blessed richly over time. And make no mistake about it, these are directly connected to those baptismal blessings and promises that God made to you and to me many years ago. They continue to pour out. And God uses our stewardship to build the congregation. God uses the stewards of the past and the stewards of the future to do it too. But right now, you and I, we are keepers of this well. We make sure that among all the places in the world, God still acts here too. And so today, it's the same thing but different. As stewards, I want us to do a little reflection here at the beginning. Again, I want us to take our index cards, and I want us to take our colored pencils or regular pencils, whatever you want to use. But this time, I want you to draw or to write what you have learned about God, which is a very broad topic and entirely unfair I'm asking you to do it in this short of amount of time. But over your time here at Trinity whether it's been a moment or a lifetime, what have you learned about God? Who God is, what God does. And you know, in two minutes do this. But what have you learned about God? I'll give you a couple minutes. Go. It's not a test, by the way. 
We're not testing you. As I call you back, just like last week, feel free to keep drawing and to keep writing and to keep doodling. That is entirely okay and you offend me not in the slightest if you do that throughout the service. That is great. Today we have a text in front of us. A text that appears on Holy Trinity Sunday, that Sunday where we try to say so much about God that oftentimes we get it wrong. About all three experiences of God that we have throughout Scripture and throughout our lives. God the Father that we see as creator. And we saw in that first text, God the Son that we see in this gospel lesson, and God the Holy Spirit that we see tying one another, tying us as congregation together. Go therefore is a really condensed and packed phrase that Jesus uses to send his disciples out at his ascension, at his last face-to-face -face meeting with them on the mountain that he pointed them to at the end of Matthew's chapter. And while this go therefore is attached directly to the sense before it that all authority on heaven and on earth has been given to Christ, I believe that when we read it as disciples, Go, therefore, is meant to encapsulate much more than just authority, than just the moment that we see it in. Go, therefore, is meant for us to remember everything that we just learned about God through Jesus, everything that we have learned about God through the Old Testament, everything that we know of the Holy Spirit now. When the disciples, when a believer... Here's therefore come out of Jesus' mouth. It's not just the moment. It's all of it. Go therefore with everything you know about Christ. Go therefore with everything you know about the Creator. Go therefore with everything you know about the Spirit. Baptizing all who believe in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. All of it. Every congregation, I believe, has a go-therefore attached to who they are to be in this world. And yes, this great commission that we have before us today is part of that go-therefore. But here at Trinity, 
We have things that we've been taught. Things that we have put in our own words, in our own language, so to speak, because of the way that God has expressed God's own self here among us. So let me ask, what is it, if I may be so bold to ask, what is it that you have learned about God here at Trinity? Would anybody like to share? He's everything. He's all. Everything. All. Unconditional love, yes. Hmm. Yeah. I wholly agree and resist it at every turn. <laughs> what else? God loves all. God loves all. Must have a sense of humor. Yeah, has a sense of humor. I think so. Even though sometimes I feel like I'm the mechanics of the joke. Yeah. That's okay. What else? Yeah. That voice that pushes and prods and pulls and is constantly there. Yeah. Adam. Yes, God loves children no matter what they do. That goes for adults too, by the way. Goes for adults too. He supports us through our loving community that we have. Yeah, yeah. The gifts of God are at times and often seen through the people of God, which at times points us back to the humor part. But yeah. God teaches us to be humble and is watching us from the distance. Yeah. That humility is a tough pill to swallow, but I think it also is what helps keep us in relationship with one another. We could, just like last week, keep going on and on and on about what we have come to know about God through this congregation, through worshiping together. And, in a way, we should. As we are a congregation, just like we have blessing that pours out of the font, when we gather here together, it is not meant to only be a community of friends. It's not meant to only be a feeling of family. It's not meant to only be joy and celebration along with holding one another in pain and heartbreak. Though all of those are good and generous gifts of God, we are a special community. We are a unique community in this world where we take time, not just time, we at our core are here to say something about God. Are here to say and profess our belief in who God is for us and for our lives, who God is for the world. And by the grace of God and the pushing of one another and the humor that goes along with it, somehow act like it in our lives. To be pushed to that point where we actually begin to reflect the actions of Christ in our own lives, in our own work, in our own struggles. We never reflect perfectly, but as we gather together, just like a pointillism picture that uses a variety of dots to make something shine, 
we too, when our lives are gathered together, eventually show the face of the risen Christ in our midst. We stand up, all imperfect, your pastor included, at the beginning of every service to say that we are sinners and this is certainly true and that we are forgiven, not because we forgive one another, but because God, who loved us even before we were aware of it ourselves, loves us. We begin, not just by saying that we're good, but by saying all of who we are and that God loves all of who we are. As we are sent out, we go out not just as human beings that had a good worship service, but we go out as disciples, people who want the love of God to be known in this world. We're a church. And even though we know that we are, it's easy to forget that we are. We steward our gifts. We steward our time, our talents, and our treasures because it is hard in this life to be as Christ would be. It's hard to act as Christ would act. It's hard to love as Christ loves. It's hard to remember that these things are for us and for all people. It is easy for the world to beat us down, even inside of a week. Trinity exists to be a place where we can hear the promise again, and again, and again. That God loves children, even when they mess up. God loves adults, even when they mess up. God loves all, unconditionally. and sends us back out full of that love nourished by the water and fed by the bread and wine that we might be the body and blood of Christ in this world broken and shed for neighbor and renewed again on the eighth day Thanks be to God for the stewards that created this place before we knew it even existed. Thanks be to God that somehow, by grace through faith, we have heard who God is. And may God's grace be here so that we continue saying it clearly. We continue to be sent out joyfully and purposefully. That we continue to be a church. Amen.